of America, Washington, D.C., signing on. Thursday night, you know what that means. The Green Dragon Tavern on the air is open for business. Going to be talking about the big news story that is floating around the mainstream right now, and that is Biden is in a hill of a lot of trouble. This is a story that certainly isn't going to go away anytime soon, and I think we are living in rather historic times. I think we are living in rather historic times. Now, as far as what is going to happen, what isn't going to happen, that's anybody's guess. Uh, There's certainly some educated um, guesses about that. There's some educated takes on it. And of course, you know, then there's the rest of the internet, right? Am I right? Um, Accurately, very, very accurately and succinctly earlier in the week when the first story broke of the quote-unquote classified documents, I predicted that the left would be out there, the, uh, the, the blue wave people, the Ukrainian flag people, the mask people, the uh, plague of the vaccinated, right, would be out there in force, in force, uh, to defend this and also say, oh, hey, you know, but Trump, but, but Trump did this too. And there are some pretty critical differences here. Um, chief among them, chief among them, and we're going to be going into this in uh, pretty good detail tonight, but chief among them is, is that when this occurred, when this occurred, Biden was the vice president, not the president. He did not have the power nor the access to take specifically classified earmark material out and put it into, uh, we'll say, we'll be generous and say uh, less than secured locations. All right. So that's number one. When, when you are the president, you have that executive privilege. It's a different thing, right? That is a different thing. So that's the first critical difference. All right. Second critical difference is, is that he did this not once, not twice, but three times in three different locations, including one that had a $54 million, quote unquote, anonymous donation from the Chinese government. That was the Biden Center through the University of Pennsylvania for Strategic 
International Partnership. It was a think tank, a political think tank that was created, which was really just a big dark money hub. There's a story that I shared earlier today uh, that was done by the New York Post where they chronicled this. So we know for a fact that there was pay for play that was going on. All right. We know for a fact that his son is a crackhead that the FBI protected who has a large amount of illicit and incriminating material on a laptop that the FBI intimidated the person who ended up getting that laptop. They buried the story. That brings us back to the pay for play. This also brings us to where China fits in the mix. There's all sorts of blackmailable material. There is all sorts of very, very interesting things that I'm sure every intelligence agency worth its salt that does not like the United States has already in their possession. If you don't think that we're in a lot of trouble or you don't think that this is a huge deal. And by the way, by the way, I'm going to point something out. This isn't like the made-up phony steel dossier. This isn't like the all of the things that ended up being proven false. And and I want to add one more thing before I begin introducing our co-hosts that are coming in for the night. I want to point out one more thing. If Trump actually had done anything that was wrong, illegal, don't you think they would have nailed him to the wall? Don't you think? Don't you think they would have proceeded with that as hard as they were going after him? But they didn't. Where's the FBI raid on the Wilmington, Delaware home? Where's the FBI raid on the University of Pennsylvania? Why was the counterintelligence investigation that was opened up, why was it shut down? Hmm? Does anybody want to know why that was shut down? Because I think you already know the answer to the question. Now, I want to give a quick shout out to Radio Contra and American Partisan's newest sponsor, Resist the Mainstream, resistthemainstream.com, resistthemainstream.com, all of the news that is being censored from print is over there. And I have built a good relationship with these guys, uh, with the senior editor over there, and they are fully on board with the mission of Radio Contra and American Partisan. And I am very, very happy to add them to the growing list of sponsors that we have for the show. Uh, I also want to take a moment and give a special thanks and shout out to Jeremy Corden, who is the president of Goldback Incorporated. Goldback, of course, is a private voluntary currency. That was the last podcast that was put up. Spent a wonderful afternoon talking to him yesterday. Absolutely enjoyed it. Um, thought he had he had a wonderful take on, on a large number of things. Had an interesting take that I don't think that uh, on precious metals that I don't think you'll hear very often um, in, in the larger community. And he, he also had some interesting takes on central bank digital currencies. So I think that that's a very, very valuable podcast to listen to. And of course, uh, with intrepid tactics 
out in Washington had the honor of uh, having Bryce on yesterday, and and we had a wonderful discussion about history and um, you know preparing for that fight. Himself being a, a veteran of Third Special Forces Group, um, you know we we talked about weapon selection, training, everything. It, it was really really incredible, and and I want to tell you today, today. Today I had two bombshell podcasts that I can't wait to get posted up. Bombshell. And uh, I'm telling you, it, it's I was so excited. Um, primary Arms, number one, Primary Arms. Had Primary Arms, and we went in depth. We talked about... Uh, obviously optics. We talked about some exciting new programs that primary arms is going to be running, um, you know, and, and just really, really cool interview. I mean, an hour went by, we, we just blew through it. And then we were talking off air for a good while after that had absolutely more fun than, than I, I could have imagined. It was awesome. Um, we, it, it was what a great podcast. Uh, so that's going to be going up tomorrow. And the one that has had everybody on the internet that follows me, I've had a lot of people send me emails. A lot of people have shot me some DMs over on the Twitter machine uh, talking about Palmetto State Armory. Because yesterday, yesterday on um, the, uh, the Privy Council, Last night, I kind of let the cat out of the bag that I was going to be talking to Palmetto State Armory today. And man, I'm going to tell you, that was a podcast. That was a podcast. That's one that I don't care if, you, if, you, if you're not a gun guy. I don't care. You need to listen to that podcast. If you're one of those that, you know, only the Gucci guns and only the, you know, you, you don't shoot any, you don't, you don't touch anything other than an Aveski or whatever. Um, hey, you know, I'm telling you, you need to listen to that podcast. You need to listen to that podcast. Listen to that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a message towards the end of that. If, if, if. You ever get black pilled? You ever get so um, run down? You know, looking at the news, looking at all the stuff, and it's saying, you know, oh, uh, you know, the, this this never happens. That never happens. There's no accountability. There's no this, that, or the other. You listen to that podcast. You want to talk about freedom fighters? You want to talk about a company's mission for freedom? And these. So, what do you had Josiah McCallum on? Get out. Who is the co-owner of the company, vice president of the company, and their senior designer and supervisor of all their machining and everything. He's on. And that hour, I'm going to tell you, that hour went like you don't believe it. I mean, we, we talked a lot about the AK, uh, naturally, because that's just, uh, you know, them them being AK nerds, me being an AK nerd, we talked about it for a long time. But I'm telling you, the, the, uh, the, the last 
20 minutes of that podcast. If you're having a bad day, you listen to that. And that's a company, I'm telling you right now, that is a company that stands by every person in this country that wants sanity in government, that wants freedom, that wants liberty. They got a message for you. And, you know, I was I was really, really honored because, you know, they even said, they said we don't we don't really get political. And they rarely do podcasts. They said, we really don't get political on stuff, but but and I'm telling you, it's it's one that I'm really excited, really, really excited. You know, it, it's um it's something, man. It is something. Uh, so I'm really excited to get those posted up. They are going to be up tomorrow and, um, maybe, maybe late tonight, but probably tomorrow because I'm going to be getting this podcast loaded up as well. But, uh, really excited about all that, but, but enough of me talking, enough of me talking tonight. Uh, going down the list, my co-host, Madman Actual. What's up, brother? Are you there? Are you there? Oh well. Hey, I don't see Madman actual anywhere. Nice. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Joe Dolio. Man, I tried the microphone. It was not working. Uh, I'm gonna keep working on it here, but I'm here. Your volume's uh, great. And I was not late. No, your volume's great now. What's that? Your volume's great oh, wow. now. Maybe I just had to clean it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was not late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. He arrives yeah. just when he means to. Exactly. Exactly. How is everything in the world of Joe Dolio? Outdoors yourself? today with no coat. Yeah. No, I did not. There we go. Somebody muted ah, somebody. It wasn't me. I don't make no sense. Um, but like I'll tell you, it's you January twelfth, and I was outside with no coat in Michigan. So all is good. Ooh. Mm. Did it warm no, up? I wasn't cold. Yeah, it's like 40 degrees, so it's not bad at all. I'd say that's what it was here. It's not too bad. It's like it's pouring down rain outside now. Like we've we got, we got lightning now, and thunder and everything. Now right it's going to get different tomorrow. Down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm headed up north tomorrow, so it's going to be a bit cooler up there. We'll Ugh. see. Ugh. You going up to, up to the northern end of the mitten? Yeah, I'm going to go up to the cabin. Uh, I'm going to be at the uh, Cadillac Gun Show signing books and shaking hands and taking photos. Good stuff. Nice. Going up to Cadillac. Yeah. It, that's, that's one of the things, man. Like, yeah. like People from the rest of the United States don't know that all these legendary car brands are named after towns in Michigan. Yeah, we got Cadillac. We got Pontiac. Uh, they're actually named after Indian chiefs, but yeah. 
But they, well, I mean, they named the town after him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be, it, it is going to be cold up there, though. Uh, it's supposed to get a lot colder yep. here, too. This, this front's coming through. So, mm, 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 mm. Uh. all right. Looking like Madman Actual is back in the studio. What's up, brother? Yeah, I made it back. You made it back. You got that. You got that in between device. Yeah, you, I told you. I, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not working so great, but so that is what it is, man. My Bluetooth won't connect to it, which is a pain in the ass. Mm. No, I'm here. Yeah, you're kind of kind of going in and out a little bit. So, uh, Beijing Biden. Yeah, Beijing Biden, man. Beijing Biden. Beijing Biden is is facing is a mutiny. It? Hold on. Give me um, one second. That might be an internet. All right. Where you at? You good? You squared away now. Apparently, it's the night of the technical. The night of the day, and me for once, I do not have technical issues here for once. Uh, yeah, so. your issues are just retardation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but you know, when I was a kid, I used to eat lead paint, and you know, I used to just peel the chips off the wall. Eat them. I mean, yeah. I'm honestly surprised <laughs> that we've all lived as long as we have with the stuff our parents let us play with. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like when I was when I was a little kid, you know, my dad's like, "Hey, sniff this gas and see if it smells good to you," because <laughs> <laughs> gas goes bad. You know, gas gas will go bad. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's, it's little things like that. They're like out of context. You're like, hey, s sniff this gas and see if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Madman, you still in here? You still in here? Yeah. Wait for you to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back again. All right. We're waiting. We're waiting on Johnny. We're waiting on Patriot Man, and we will be. We, we, but but I ain't, I ain't waiting on them because Johnny would probably be late to his own funeral, and you know, and Patriot Man he uh you know he he kind of he works on his own schedule. Sometimes he's sometimes he's ready to rock and roll. Other times he's you know. But anyway, anyway. Sometimes he's on time. Sometimes he's on island time. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, episode fifty-seven. It's crazy, man. Fifty-seven episodes of Sons of Liberty. It's wild. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's been, it's been something. But, but episode fifty-seven, Beijing Biden facing a mutiny. 
right? Facing a mutiny in the ranks. He's being stabbed in the back. The Democrat establishment is getting rid of him. What looks like they're getting rid of him. It uh, looks like it to me. I don't see how he skates out of this one. Um, first thing that I'll say, though, is kudos to Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey had his, his journalist moment today. I mean, he today, I don't know how many people picked up on that. I don't know how many people uh, are saying it in the media because I don't watch that crap, uh, as, as y'all well know. But when it came out, when it came out today, I was, I was in between podcasts. I was working on something that, that I'm going to talk about at the end of the show. Um, I was working on something that, that was uh, really, really important to get knocked out. And, and I'm excited to tell you all that too, but I'll drop that bombshell on you at the end. But, um, you know, I had to switch it over to Fox. I had to, when I saw that it was, there, there was a special counsel that was appointed because since the beginning of this story, I've been burning it down saying, Hey, you know, special counsel needs to be appointed. It needs to be appointed. I mean, how long did we have to deal with the Mueller investigation that went nowhere? It was, it was total bullshit, right? A, a, a special counsel has to be appointed. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Personally, I don't see how Biden comes out of this one because Peter Ducey had his Bob Woodward moment today. He, he well, yesterday. He caught Biden making an incriminating statement on live TV when he's up there on stage and he's taking questions, which they knew, they always knew that that Biden taking questions at this point in his life is a total disaster, right? He's a disaster. But (laughs) he's up there and he said, you had classified documents besides your Corvette in a garage. What were you thinking? Now, this is this is one of those questions. Like, this, this is journalistic integrity here. This is journalists doing what they're supposed to do. And instead of him saying, you know, bowing out, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to answer that question. But we know that Biden, he, he doesn't like Peter Ducey anyway. Um you know, they, they've had back and forth. He called him a stupid son of a bitch one time, you know, in, in front of everybody. And, and so instead of him saying, I, I'm not going to dignify that question, or, you know, whatever, like whatever little gotcha that, that he could have said, he went the absolute worst route possible. This is why this is why criminal defense attorneys never allow people, their their clients to defend or, or to, to testify on their own behalf in court. Never. Never. Because they're going to say some stupid shit like this. What does he say? He says, well, at least it wasn't parked out in the street. (laughs) Moron. (laughs) You admitted to it. You admitted to it. And guess what? Guess what? The standard of evidence, right? The standard of evidence is low it's low well that that proves knowing possession right there right right Right. 
And God. here's here's the best part of this. At this point, they're stuck. They've called Donald Trump a spy for having less uh, restricted items, right? They can't back down now. And um, but I but honestly they think proved they never proved Trump actually took those out of the White House. They never proved. Correct. They just the media just said that. They never proved it because if they had proved it, uh, if if that had been proven, they they would have come after him. They they exactly. would have if they could have, they would have, and they didn't. Well, here's where they're going to into a problem with Biden is that as the vice president, he was not a declassification authority, so right, he had no way of doing that. But I also think that uh, if they go through with it. It's actually a good ploy because if they use this to remove him and put Kamala in, they can then say when Trump runs, hey, look, we got rid of Biden for this. Uh, we can't let Trump run. So it might be an end around for them to solve two problems with one stone. I think, though, I, I don't disagree at all. I, I don't disagree at all. But I think if, if that happens, um, that's actually going to create a worse problem for them. Because Trump is the devil they know. You know, Trump yep. is the devil they know. They don't know what to do with DeSantis. And if that gives DeSantis the green light to run with it, oh, yeah. man. Man, that's. Well, I'm going to tell you too if my name was Xi Jinping, I'd be like, I can't believe this chain of events. My day gets better. Right. My, oh. my year is getting better and Taiwan looks that much easier to take today. <laughs> you know, oh, you, you know something? It just dawned on me. The seas are becoming favorable for a lot of naval activity and amphibious landings. Uh, I'm telling you, an amphibious like, task group, group put out yesterday uh, in the Black Sea, and I know where it's going, and I think everyone does. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think that they're going to – China China is not in a position navally to remain in a prolonged conflict yet. Not yet. We're not in a position to do that either. Let's, let's make no mistake. In saying, we're not in a position for prolonged naval conflict. We're not. Um, you know, we, we're we, – because – and here's, here's why. We don't have the ability to rebuild our losses. We can't recoup our losses. This, you know, look, look at, and, and anybody that, that disputes this, look at the debacle that was the Bonhomme Richard, right? We, we don't have the ability to recoup our losses. Not quickly. You know, not quickly. And, and in, you know, but anyway, this isn't really about that. But um, when you look at, the fact that the seas are becoming more favorable around there. Hey, you know, I mean, that's an opportunity. It's certainly an opportunity for a show of force. Just to 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 throw more egg on the face of the United States and say, hey, you know, we we got you, right? I mean And you know, here's the other thing about the seas being favorable. Um that's to us, right? China's never really cared that much about their troops. And at most, it's a 12-hour ride. They even don't even mind pushing them across there in rough seas. So, Right. Right. It's, uh, 
I'm going to tell you, man, but this, this situation with Biden, this is bad. Like, this is bad for the United States. And you know what's but funny the is United the media States. is not acting like it, but it is bad. It is really bad. Yeah. You know, it, it, of course, Obama's going to skate through this, right? The, the, even though, even though he bears responsibility for this, right? But he's, he's going to be, he, he's, they, He's off the table. They, they're not going to mess with him. I mean, this is just realistically, they're not going to mess with him. But but with Biden, he is, they, they can't keep him where he is. This is honestly worse than Watergate. Like if, if we had um, journalistic integrity in the United States, they would have been all over the Twitter files, right? They would have been all over that. They would have yeah. combed through that. They, I mean, the the, but they didn't do it. They squashed the story, like the Twitter files. I mean, I'm gonna break some hearts here. The Twitter files, it was a fart in the wind, man. Like it to to everybody that gives a shit about it. We already knew, you know. You're just telling us what we already knew. All right, so what? Like I already knew that. You know, thank thanks for proving it, but I already knew it. So what? People on the left, they don't give a shit because they didn't care anyway. It, it didn't matter, right? So it's, it's not, there's, there's nothing earth shattering here. There's no new revelation. They don't care, you know? So, um, but the thing is, is that with, with this whole situation with Biden, like how deep this goes, here's the thing, man. Biden's think tank, quote unquote, the University of Pennsylvania, when you look at that and see the players, that we're going through there. And this is not unusual in politics because I mean, Republicans do this too. Right. But when you see who's, who was going through there, who was running critical functions and they were getting this money from the communist Chinese. And now they're in positions of power in the United States government. I mean, if you've got two brain cells, you're going to say that there's something wrong with this, right? There's something wrong with this. General Flynn, a guy who I have a mountain of respect for, mountain of respect for General Flynn, when they say, you know, oh, he he had an inappropriate uh, contact with a Russian and they forced him to resign. Well, you got Anthony Blinken getting $54 million from the communist Chinese. Nobody even said anything. They never even said anything. I mean... I don't know. We'll say you. Oh, no, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's funny how they can do the same things and like all of a sudden they're blind, right? They can't pay any attention to it. Or like in this case, you got media actually lining up and saying, well, we know that Joe Biden's a good guy, so it's okay for him to have classified documents. But we also know that Donald Trump is evil, so he can't have them. I mean, they're just that crazy, and they think you are that stupid. <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. Like, dude, exactly, exactly. It's you know, but, but but they always defer to that. But Donald Trump is evil. What? Okay, you know. All right. So, so what? He if he is, who cares? You know, like. I, I mean, I don't think he's. I think he he's only in it for himself. That's pretty much obvious, right? But, you know, he's not. Trump's not evil, man. He, you know, Biden. 
where there's smoke, there's fire, man. They, there's some, there's some, I have more questions than I have answers about the Biden family and what goes on behind closed doors. And when you live in a glass house as a politician, yeah, the American people do have a right to know. Okay. Like we do have a right to know about this stuff. So, you know, it, it's, but uh, more to the point, um, you know, we call him Beijing Biden. I've been calling him Beijing Biden for a lot of a uh, long time now. Um, when, you know, they, they've got the amount of money, the pay for play that they've got uh, from the Beijing government, from Xi Jinping. Yeah, we can call him Beijing Biden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely can. Oh, and, oh. and in case you didn't remember how he sold a significant portion of our strategic oil reserve to the Chinese. Anybody remember that? Oh, or when he took Ukraine his son with him to, to Beijing and all of a sudden his son got a few million dollars in investment money from Chinese investors. Exactly. I'm telling you, man, it, it's, you know, but he's facing a mutiny now. Uh, he's facing a mutiny in the ranks. Um, Kamala Harris, camel toe. I, I didn't even see that she had made a statement. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised she did, but um, that's, that is interesting to me uh, that she's getting out there. You would think that she would she would be keeping quiet, um, but uh, she he he's faced a mutiny. You know, it, much like Nixon, much like Nixon. So Nixon at the end to, to jog folks' memory, little trip down memory lane. Nixon at the end of his presidency in the, the waning days decided that he was going to fire everybody who wasn't. Uh, on board with him. So he asked his attorney general to fire the special prosecutor that was bringing about charges. He refused. He resigned. The next guy in line gets sworn in. He say, you're going to fire this guy. He says, nah, you know, I'm not going to do it. Right. So he fired him. Robert Bork comes in and uh, he was the next guy in line at the Department of Justice. He asked him to fire the special prosecutor. He does. And then he was going to resign the next day. But that was when uh, Gerald Ford and uh, the senior Republicans had went to the White House and said, hey, you need to resign. You're done here. Right. That was called the Saturday Night Massacre. Right. And that led up to that. That was uh, just several hours before Nixon's resignation as president. I think that we may be headed towards that kind of situation again. I think everybody who is a Democrat right now is trying to put distance between themselves and Biden. This is a bad situation. And I think that it was framed up this way. This is my lingering suspicion that I think Nancy Pelosi had kind of a, a, uh, we say, we'll say that she, this looks like some shit she would do. You know, I don't know. We got Johnny paratrooper in here now and he, he has some interesting takes on the goings on in DC, his his interactions with the the workings of DC over the years, Johnny, what say you, man? What up, man? I am driving home right now. I hope you guys got me Lima Charlie. We do. We oh, do. excellent, excellent, excellent. So, uh, so yes, we had a we had a little uh, text message volley back and forth, and. So the lawyers and the big top cops in D.C. Uh, and all their little um, 
you know, uh, research and archives and paralegals and stuff, uh, various enforcers of one, one duty position, rank and title of another are constantly in this kind of this power struggle because you do have to enforce the rules. You know, the rules are why everyone goes to work in the morning and follows the rules. And when you have this type of uh, behavior going on, it's hard for a prosecutor or any of the team to put their name on the line one way or the other when it comes to choosing to press charges against Trump or Biden or anyone else, because then you are forever the guy that pursued charges and and worked on this team and you've kind of set yourself within that boundary forever and it locks you into working for certain corporations and and firms specifically major law firms in uh in dc in fact a lot of the major uh, law firms that you read about in like la and new york and miami um some of them are headquartered in la new york miami uh, but really, a lot of the major ones headquarter themselves out of out of D.C. for one reason or another. And especially if they have like uh, prior connections to the military or a lot of what went on in World War II for like the Lend-Lease program and all of that. It really uh, the government was much smaller before World War II. So a lot changed after that. And that's why it gets brought up a lot. But yeah. these. um these uh, all of these people are pretty well paid, and but when you work for the government, though, in one of these positions, you tend to get I don't know maybe like ten percent more or ten percent less to keep it competitive. Otherwise, no one would work for the government as a lawyer or a, you know one of these like high level law enforcement officers because you could go work for a state government or in the private sector and, and make you know a lot more money. So in order to stay competitive, it's essentially you get paid about the same, uh, so to speak. And that's true for like engineers, doctors, nuclear physicists, stuff like that. Uh, it, it, t- it tends to kind of be one or the other. Um, and if, you, if, if you're in one of these big DC firms or in the actual federal government, like you work in Federal Triangle, anyone that's ever been in DC knows what I'm talking about. The uh, you have to. They're always watching. They, I mean, this stuff is on television in the office, 24 hours a day, right? All the channels, all the time. And I mean, some favor more than others, but really, they're all watching what you're watching, and it's all taken in consideration. I know it doesn't feel that way sometimes, but it, it is true. I've seen it. I've personally seen it. And there is, I mean, it's funny that all this came out Wednesday, Thursday, because Madman was saying the other week, you know, isn't it funny how it all gets dropped on a Friday? So it's out of the news cycle by Monday. Yeah. Well, you know, this is all on purpose. Like there's a lot going on right now. And I think personally that some groups in this particular case thought they had some blackmail on Trump. And perhaps Trump did have the documents. Maybe he didn't. I mean, certainly we know they were on the property. 
but I don't think I don't think they could actually, you know, place Trump's hands putting these documents on site. Nor did, was Trump ever in the room with these documents. I don't think they could. Uh, I don't think they could pin that down. Um, now, if they're in the back of like your Corvette or sitting next to your Corvette in your garage, that's a really big deal. Um, especially unsecured. That's really the most important thing is that they're unsecured. And now there's uh, there's this big conundrum going on, especially when they've been hyping up, as mentioned, Trump being the most evil son of a bitch that ever lived, for having some documents pertaining to possible or something. It's hard to figure out what they were even for. Uh, you know, you read five different articles and you get 15 different stories. But there's definitely uh, a lot of people that are sitting down today and they're staring at, you know, an email chain for a law firm or a federal agency and they don't even know what to say next, I bet. I bet there's, uh, well, one, they're waiting on interviews. They got to they gotta interview everybody and place them at the scene or not place them at the scene and do all the pictures of on the on the cork board with the with the lines and the and the time and the date and the location and they got to string all this together literally um but it's going to take time but we're definitely going to be this is i think this is going to fill the new cycle for 2023 uh i think we're always going to be hearing about this and just like the trump thing that's been going on for years i think now we're at a uh check checkmate moment where, you know, some of Trump's guys, whether good or bad, could be a bad guy that worked for Trump protecting his own ass. Who knows? Um, one thing I was told about when I worked and lived in D.C., one thing I was told, and this always stuck with me, was you have to remember that the good guys are competing for power with the good guys and the bad guys. And the bad guys are competing for power amongst themselves as well and with the good guys. And then among those groups, there's, you know, different ways of how you would approach one idea or the other, uh, whether left, right, center, libertarian, you know, philanthropic, however you want to define any of the pork that might come home out of Congress and or the uh, any of the legislation that might come out of the ju- judiciary. But we're uh, man. I mean, this is going to fill the whole news cycle for the year. I think I think we're going to hear about this about as I don't think this one's going to go away. I don't know, man. Um, Hank Johnson yeah. came out, and we all know how smart Hank Johnson is. And, <laughs> and he said, you know, Mr. Mr. Over. Uh, came out and said, you know, it's possible somebody planted those in that garage. What's ironic about that is that when we said the same thing about Donald Trump, we were called crazy, right? Uh, but now they're saying, no, no, that's totally what happened here. Donald Trump snuck in his garage, put him in his car. <clears throat> stupid. It is stupid. I mean, you, anybody in this, on this podcast, if we got caught with secret documents, I mean, you'd be talking to CID for the next 20 hours. Catch me if and you they take, they, they would, As the resident CID would, agent well, amongst the group, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and you would take all of our electronics and then you would interview each one of us individually four or five times in a row for four or five hours a piece. And that, that definitely would be happening. Uh, so, you know, I mean, this is a big deal. 
there is a lot going on and they're just getting started. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, it's but I going back to the mutiny that the Bidens are facing. They it's it I mean, that's the thing, man. You know, the the Democrats they they like to play like they stick together and all this stuff. Solidarity, right? But they don't. They don't. They they're just waiting to feed each other to the wolves, and, and that's I think that's what we're seeing in real time. Um, it, it's I, I I don't know, man. I'm popping the popcorn. I think yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be entertaining to watch. Yeah, there's no uh, Madman back in the box. Oh no, no, you can't. You can't. You can't have a president making willingly incriminating statements on live TV. You, you can't like, there's, there's no way that you, you cover that up. I think, honestly, I think behind the scenes, man, the corruption is so bad that probably there's, there are people in DOJ that are like, you know, like we, we can't hide this anymore. There's no way that we can hide this anymore. We're completely fed up with this shit. Like, it's, you know, I don't know, man. A resident security clearance expert, Madman Actual. You, you still in here, bro? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure you didn't have a rash of the the uh, the technical issues. No, I'm totally, I'm totally figured out, buddy. I'm good to go. Um, good to go. Yeah, I mean, depending on the... Oh. There's like the reality's answer, and then there's the textbook answer. The textbook answer is if there's anything above unclassified, then it's a big deal. Uh, the reality is that if it's not t- top secret, then nobody's really going to give a shit. Um, and if it's SCI, which apparently the rumor mill's been saying that it is, um, yeah, if they're in its garage, like that's not good. Um, but yeah, they can't hide this shit anymore, and like. I mean, the corruption is awful, especially, you know, you mentioned Pelosi specifically. I remember a video of her explaining, like, some kind of, I, I don't know what you would call it, like a a political maneuver or like a PSYOP kind of thing. And it was like, she gave like a textbook name for what this was called. And she explained it at a press conference, like, oh, the Republicans are doing a blah, blah, blah. And it's when you do this. And it was like the shady shit that they do to each other. I'm like, holy shit. They actually like have definitions for the shady shit they do. Oh and, yeah. I mean, Oh yeah. That is like, when I saw that video, I was like, Oh my God, this is way worse than even when I thought it couldn't get any worse. So, but yeah, they're all sleaze balls, so they know that Biden's going down, and they're like, "All right, jump, everybody, jump ship." You know, we'll find a new captain. Um, Except for Hank Johnson, poor Hank Johnson. They, those are the idiots <laughs> that are out of the loop. But I think they keep them around. They're like the useful idiot, you know. Like yeah. they just keep them around, like keep them out of the loop. <laughs> it's like the dude in the mafia movies that has no idea what's really going on, but he like Fredo. he knows he's in the mob. 
but he doesn't actually know what they're doing. He's just kind of like okay, hangs out and like there, takes the trash out and mops the bar for. <laughs> you know, I, they keep a couple yeah. of them them guys around, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I think that Biden's definitely. I mean, it's clearly an issue. Whether he actually goes down or not, I mean, man, at this point, nothing would surprise me. Like, if he's hung around, I'd be like, yeah, all right. I mean, nobody actually gives a shit anymore. Like, no. Well, he, they, he doesn't have so any more credibility. People. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like, man, you know, you see me hanging out on with uh, Goon Twitter and everything, and one of them posted up a thing about like the brainwashing stuff. Yeah, I, like posted yeah, up a couple of like legit patents for like actual brainwashing technology, like signals, like photonic signals coming out of your laptop. And like, man, if people stare at their laptops and computers all day and they're just watching the same stupid shit, it melts your brain. And I think most of the population is like that at this point. They're just totally brain dead go along with whatever anybody absolutely whatever the mainstream media says they're totally they they have no critical thought at all anymore they cannot it's like give, give any scenario and if it's not outside of the box of normal stuff that the government or there's no google answer for it they can't figure it out correct yeah zero critical thinking skills they're they're zombies unless they are told how to do it and what to do they cannot figure it out and so like i said man they might try to keep them in there who knows um it's hard it's hard to say it's like i mean i really want to have like a pool but i don't also don't want to make a joke out of it because like this is infuriating that this whole like any of this is going on right now because it's like all right you know like I mean, this this country yeah. is not serious anymore. This is, this is a no, no, that, yeah, that, that's what I was about to say, man. It is we're not a serious country. No, like, nobody nobody looks at us seriously anymore. Nobody, nobody, nobody. We're, we're which is we, on purpose we, and by design. Right, right. the The Chinese look at us as a joke. The Russians are obviously just waiting. They're waiting it out, waiting for the ground to freeze hard enough, and that's when they're going to roll out all the equipment that that they didn't send to the front the first time, right? You know, all, all their modern stuff is going to get rolled out, like the IR sensors. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody missed that, that that made its rounds yesterday. Um, they have developed a infrared sensor. It's like a radar detector. That is going on their version of the bump helmet. So, you know, we could do a whole other podcast on IR lasers <laughs> and passive aiming versus active and all that. Is this know, the Chinese that made no, this? No, the helmet? Russians. No, Russians. The Ukrainians did. recovered it, and it's a little thing that sits on top of the helmet. And when you aim an IR laser mm-hmm. at it, it goes off and lets you know, like, hey, you're being aimed at. Wow, it's a um, wow, yeah, holy yep. shit, yeah. I, I was going to say identify friend or foe, but that's 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 not a correct way of saying that. No, no. But um, SpongeBob meme. Oh, the Russians don't have good equipment. Yeah, isn't that? <laughs> you know the Fucking Chinese man. are um, 
giving the uh and they've they announced this they actually have a uh like a kamikaze helmet so if you're like the fuck up soldier you get this helmet that'll blow up and kill you um so they have a way of enforcing remotely a standard and will on a population that is culturally a little difficult to control unlike in the middle east where they would do it for some porn and some drugs and some glory from allah and paradise you know where where the dude like will do the uh you know cruise missile in the back of the you know uh golf gti pickup truck with uh 800 pounds of homemade explosives like instead you know like the uh the $20,000 cruise missile, Tomahawk cruise missile that drives down the road. Um, the Chinese now have this, uh, this helmet that's essentially looks like something, uh, well, it looks like a regular uh, flight helmet or something, but it's, uh, yeah, it's got like a cell phone and an explosive charge. And I, I would imagine you probably can't take it off your head, but it's like, if you really screw up, you are, you get this thing put on your head to make sure you fucking follow orders. Oh, I know they made that thing in my size because they know it's going on my head at some point. <laughs> well, so it's the, it's for their own soldiers. Um, and uh, it, it makes you wonder, like, are they going to issue it to individual soldiers as a sign of, like, punishment? Or are they going to issue it to, like, entire battalions uh, of, like, total lunatics that they're just going to, like, unleash on whomever? Because they China has a very very large population, which means they have a very large population of like psychopaths, criminals, um, really people that just like don't care about anything at all. Um, you name it. I mean, they they have a large pool of people to to draw from. We could run through like fifteen waves of Chinese soldiers before we even get to the people that were law abiding citizens. Um, which is uh, it seems to be like it might be one of their plans. They did it in Korea, and uh, yeah. I haven't—I don't recall reading that, them doing it in Vietnam. But they didn't really need to because they could use the local population. But they—I'm I'm sure they probably did. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of those things they can enforce uh, conscription that way. You know, enforce compliance among your conscript soldiers. You know, it, it's it is going to be interesting. Like the the next thirty days is is going to be real fascinating on a lot of fronts, on a whole lot of fronts. And I think uh, too something that, that's real significant is all this coming out on Biden while he was in Mexico, while they were doing this this North American conference or whatever, whatever this is, right? Whatever they were calling it, where you know. Who knows what they were talking about behind closed doors? I'm sure it was nothing good, right? I'm sure it's nothing good. It was a Three Amigos cosplay is what really happened behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, can you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, AMLO, AMLO kind of seems like he has sh his shit together. You know, like he's... He, he seems like he's cognitively at least there. You've got Justin Trudeau who... You know Castro Jr. He that dude's a damn fruitcake, and then you've got Biden who is just non-existent 
at this point. You know, he don't, he don't know whether he's coming or going, so he's got to be wearing two watches at once. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's just I, I think going back to the whole premise of the mutiny, I think that they picked right now. They they waited until his senior staff was already down south. He's down there. So, like, you know, everybody, everybody in his staff, everybody that could have whitewashed this or prevented it or, you know, damage control or, you know, went to to staffers that, that were uh, orchestrating this whole thing could have said, you know, like, hey, I've, I've got that that video of you doing the dirty thing that you don't want getting out. So you're going to bury this, you know, like that that kind of shit, you know, and and they waited until they were gone and threw all this stuff out there. What do y'all think about that? No, I think that's right. I think you're, you're spot on. Madman, Johnny. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You wait till they're out of town and kind of do whatever. Um, and they're not there to like, it's, uh, you know, they literally have to play telephone um, to, to solve that problem. You know, like they might have one of their lackeys say like, oh, hey, somebody's going through your stuff. Well, they have to call someone else to, you know what I mean? There's like more phone calls involved to stop that. And then if they're there, it, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm lacking the words. But like if they're in D.C., it takes less time and less phone calls to figure that situation out and cover it up. When they're across the country, it takes a little bit more time and a few more phone calls for the gears to get turned in. And by then, it's probably clearly was too late. I'm sure they knew it was going on as soon as it started, as soon as they went into his garage. Well, Um, and I mean, at best, if they're in the loop, like they got like a 20, 25 minute warning. Um, Just a wild guess. Not educated. Also, I mean, his lawyers went in there like that. That's a very odd phrasing, right? You got to understand a a lawyer's whole purpose in life is to zealously safeguard the entrance of their client, right? So, you know, they're going in there. The first batch was found two months ago. Two months, yeah. I was unaware of that. Wow. I wasn't aware of that. I, I heard that, but I haven't been able to verify that. That so I did not know. Is fact. I mean, it makes if sense that it comes true, out now. Man, Even I'm going to tell so. you, if that's true, holy shit, dude. Like, that's, that is honestly, that is the upheaval of our entire political system, man. Like, seriously. Seriously. Now, the, the question is, is, does any of the useful idiots out there even care? Right? That, that's a, a, you know, I think that's a, that's a good question. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've been hearing, I, like I heard that rumor. I wasn't able to verify it because I've been, I've been slammed on my end. Like that's, you know, I, I've had a whole lot going on, man. Trying, trying to get all these books shipped out, trying to, to answer emails. I'm getting, this is crazy, crazy, overwhelming response to everything, which is awesome. Um, it, it's awesome, but you know, it it's not so awesome when you're in the middle of writing another book. But 
<laughs> but that's okay. That's Story all right, man. We'll life, get through. Oh man, dude, it's we'll get through it. We'll get through it. It's it's all good, man. We'll get through. I was trying to I was trying to get the signals intelligence book done and kicked out before the training schedule picks up for me which the last week of January is the RTO courses. Then we roll into February. We got something going on every weekend in February, March. I got something going on every weekend in March. You know, it's, it's, uh, so I wanted to get the signals intelligence book kicked out and at least get the HF book underway. Like I have them, I have them framed out, but I want to get them underway. Like, like, you know, put together, um, you know, it, the, the chapter layouts done, you know, cause it, it's that I wanted to get that kicked out so that it, it's done the right way before the training schedule really picks up. And, and I'm just, I'm not going to have time. I am just not going to have time, but, um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. We'll get through it. Um, the signals intelligence book will get written, but I can't, it, 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 it limits my amount of time to look into stories like that. Um, like, you know, it was, it was months ago, it was before the, the midterms. Um, you know, I can't necessarily verify the information. So, you know, it, it's, but you guys do. And, um, you know, when it, it comes from people that I know and have trained with, uh, that I think a whole lot of. Then, then I trust what you say. And, and if, if it turns out that that's true, if it turns out that they buried this for two months, knowing damn well, I tell you, man, that's, I mean, I think it's cliche to say worse than Watergate. S no bueno. Yeah, it, that's worse than Watergate. Like, that is that is a few standard deviations. Yeah, Watergate was like kind of sleazy, but it wasn't like evil or potentially like uh like an internet like internationally dangerous. Weren't they spying on each other's like voters or something? No, uh what happened with Watergate was Nixon hired G. Gordon Liddy, uh, E. Howard Hunt, and Frank Sturgis to come in. And they, these were all uh, career uh, spooky people. Um, Howard Hunt was a CIA man. Uh, Frank Sturgis was uh, – had he had deep connections with uh, Ground Branch. Um, Frank, well, Frank Sturgis is an interesting character all, all on his own, man. He, he is – Frank Sturgis is, uh, he, he lived, that was the American James Bond, man. Like, like seriously, we, I mean, we've had a few, like we, we have, we've had a few, uh, that, that could wear that title. Frank Sturgis was definitely, he, he was the very, you know, top three guys that, that could have easily worn that title. Um, his books, man, you look up Frank Sturgis in his, his books, um, books about him. His nephew wrote one I have over here, and it's called Warrior. And uh, Frank Sturgis, a lot of people don't know, he was a um, he was in Carlson's Raiders 
in World War II in the Pacific. Hold on, I got to interrupt then, when you say Carlson's Raiders. Ura. Oh yeah, yeah, man. He he was, um, you know, he he uh, he he was so he was a Raider. Then he uh, got out, became a a cop in somewhere in South Florida, um, and taught himself to fly. Right. So he becomes an aviator. He went in the army right after that and uh, gets stationed in Europe, hooks up with a uh, proto Israeli spy. So, like, before the nation of Israel, like before Israel was a nation, it was still British Palestine. And uh, one of the, the spies from the Haganah. Then, like the forerunner of the Mossad, like he he hooked up with. You mean before Israel was called? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Before Palestine was called Israel. No, no, I'm just. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I mean it's it's just fascinating. Man. Like his his story is fascinating. And then he um, so he gets out of the army. He buys a uh, surplus B twenty seven Liberator, so one of the old uh, Mitchell bombers, and he's flying that from South Florida to Cuba to arm Castro's rebels. And there's pictures of him, Castro and Che Guevara and all those guys. And here, here you've got a dude who is, you know, he, he, and he had some intelligence agency connections even at that point. Right. And, um, they revoked his American citizenship. And after the Cuban revolution, he becomes the head of the Cuban air force. So like they, they were giving him bags of cash to fly to the United States, buy up all the surplus guns that he could find. So M one carbines, M one Garands, Thompson's, everything, all the ammo and flying it down to Cuba. And he's arming the rebels cause they, they didn't have standardized weapons. They didn't have standardized kit. And so he's training them. He's arming them. He's flying those flights, um, you know, and, and joining that fight against Batista. And then they made him the head of the Cuban Air Force. And so he was friends with Camilo Cienfuegos. And when Camilo Cienfuegos was, uh, he disappeared, quote unquote, he was killed by Castro. Um, that was kind of his heads up of like, man, I need to get out of here because Castro is consolidating power and he is... Um, you know, like he, he was, he was always a leftist and everybody knew that, but they didn't think that he was a communist. Like he, he, he kept that part pretty well hidden. And so all the guys that were part of the 26th of July movement, which were the Cuban revolutionaries, um, all the ones that weren't communists, he's killing them all off by 1959. And so, uh, Sturgis flies back to the United States, links up with his old friend, from the Pacific, E. Howard Hunt, who's, you know, senior CIA case officer. He had been chief of station in Mexico City, right? And, uh, yeah, I mean, real world, Sturgis has probably been working for him the whole time. And they put together Bay of Pigs. And, you know, Sturgis trains up uh, Brigade 2506 for Bay of Pigs. And, you know, it, it went sideways and he never forgave in, in the book he talks about it. He never forgave Kennedy for that. He would never let that go. But anyway, fast forward a few years to uh, Nixon presidency. And, um, you know, you, you've got Sturgis, 
you've got E. Howard Hunt, and you've got G. Gordon Liddy, and they're they're breaking into Watergate, and they were breaking into Watergate to get the donor list to the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party had several known communists who were agents of the Soviet Union who were making donations to them through various other means. And uh, Ted Kennedy, even back then, was getting a, a lot of those donations and they were rolling in into the Northeast. And so Nixon was going after that. And um, he, he wanted to expose that, but there was no legal way that they could do it. So he had them break in and they were going to get into the file cabinet. They were going to get those, that donor list and they were going to, they were going to leak it, quote unquote, they were going to leak that out. Um, and, and that, so that's the history of Watergate. And so the, the, uh, they got caught doing it. They got caught breaking and entering and, um, you know, the rest is history. Don't forget about the chapstick microphones. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Professor, do I get college credit for that? For listening to that? Dude, I, I wish you could, man. I wish you could. I wish you could. Like, that that whole time, you know, if, if uh, you folks out there didn't already know, like, that whole era of American history is so fascinating to me. Like, the, the Cold War is so fascinating to me. Um, and, and, like every aspect about it is so fascinating. And so like I, I meticulously study all of that stuff. And Cuba is so, so interesting to me as well. Like such a, a, a wonderful place, wonderful people, um, you know, and it just kind of seems like throughout the, the, you know, from the 1500s forward, it just seemed like Cuba was always being exploited by one group or another, you know, like continuously. It, it's just really sad, you know, and, and the, the plight that they're in now is, um, you know, with with a communist regime that they can't shake off. You know, they can't shake. That's the thing about communism is, is once it takes hold, once that authoritarianism, fascism is the same way. Once it, it takes hold, you don't get those freedoms back. Like you, you don't get them back. They, that's government is not in the interest of reducing itself voluntarily. Like it's, it's not going to do that. Um, you know, they're never they. No matter what they say, they're, they're never going to relinquish control uh, once once they have it. Is it's, it's a fatal flaw, of man. Right. But that that whole era that all all of that stuff so fascinating to me. Like how how did we get from you know, post World War II, which was just the the pinnacle of all this technological innovation, and like this that whole era. If if you think like from 1949 to 1969, the technological leap that we made, that mankind made in that period, so so incredible. Like that is so incredible, and the Soviets did too. Like this, the Soviets had a massive jump in, in technological um, capability as well, you know, and, and a lot of that had to do with the research that, that the uh, Germans were doing for us. It, that was part of it. But, you know, there, there was no Operation Paperclip to where we had to rescue, um, you know, all the, the former Imperial Japanese scientists because we had there, there was no uh, competition for control of Japan. You know, the, the Russians the, uh, are going to try and take it. 
Scout, the Russians got uh, proximity fuse shell technology used for like flat guns and stuff and uh, artillery. They they stole that from us using Soviet spies in the U.S. Well, they stole nuclear weapons. Yes. Now, that's the other thing. That, I think that, it was the same thing. network, actually. It was. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the whole thing is regarding treason, you know, and I think personally, it depends on, it really depends on what was contained in those files, right? Because as, as we all know, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of stuff that gets earmarked as classified simply because it's mentioning the, the code name of a program, right. Or the code word of something. And it gets marked classified, you know, like, um, I would say that it would be, it, it would be a little bit dramatic to say that, you know, like he had the plans for, you know, whatever new nuclear weapon, like we, we haven't developed any new nuclear weapons in a while, but like, it, it, yeah, I mean, it, I think it would be kind of a stretch to say that, but it is important to point out that the last people who were executed for treason were done so because they leaked nuclear secrets, well, atomic secrets then to the Soviet Union. I mean, it, it's, it's worth pointing out. And when you have... $54 million who is uh, $54 million is donated by the communist Chinese, right? Because nothing about the Chinese government is not communist. Like there's nothing that, that they touch that isn't part of their machine. That is not part of the furtherance of their objectives as a government, right? They, they are locked in a total war against us. We're, we're just not recognizing that. And or not doing a good job of recognizing it, right? And so when you get a $54 million investment in your political think tank at a university where critical research is being done, right? What else do they do at the University of Pennsylvania? Does anybody know? Johnny, I, you should. Know. Uh, damn. You should know. I have to know because you brought this up to me. pretty hard at Pitt. You're uh, how I know this. I imagine it has to do with mathematics and what we use mathematics for. Uh, Part hold on. Part of it. I want to say, you know, I do remember this part of my life when I met people that, mm -hmm. that told me this. I'm trying to remember. I'm drawing a blank. I think it was um, shit. Robotics. Well, yeah, robotics is there, but no, internet influence activities. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they use the marketing and advertising and um, mass com majors and governmental. Stuff. It's all government, right? Political science and theater majors. Yep. Yep. That is that is a it's a feeding ground for certain governmental services, right? That's that's what that is. And so you have China and China's doing this on on a lot of universities, right? Most of most of your universities out there that have a graduate studies program, 
has a Confucius society. It has, you know, which is a Chinese government spying apparatus, right? They have this. They have all these capabilities, right? So when they're making a $54 million investment in this quote-unquote think tank, right, that the vice president of the United States is running, founded and running, the current secretary of state of the United States was the director for that. You got to be kidding me. I mean, you got to be kidding me, man. And now all of a sudden there's there's three batches of classified material. Like we don't know what it contained. We don't know what it contained. We're we're not going to know what it contained. Right? But that right there, that's significant enough. I don't know. We'll say y'all Well, there's no way the Chinese don't know everything that's in those documents. I mean, it's just, that's. What if they planted them there? You mean you know, like, Joe's not playing that's not the fair? Possibility right there. This helps them. Yeah. What if they planted them there, man? That's, that's something to think about. That's something to think about right there. There's been they a have lot a of pretty phenomenal about, uh, human capability here. Mm-hmm. And they're small and sneaky. The uh <laughs> I mean they were using our damn mail system against us against us running fentanyl. Trump dropped that bomb we're like right on like an interview one day. He was just like, Yeah, they're using our own mail system against us. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was true. I got a friend that was uh, that did the um, tried to intercept that stuff actually, but he said it was really hard. You know, let's well, not forget yeah, also I that mean, they caught a uh, a human agent, a, a, a Chinese national, trying to enter Mar-a-Lago while he was while Trump was president. Remember that she had a bunch of flash drives on her. Yeah, that yeah. was an attempt. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, an attempt to plant a bunch of, uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, that's, damn, damn tactical wisdom. Yeah, hey, that's why, the, that's why the wisdom is there at the end, right? Yeah. Damn, man, that was an op. Yeah, they were trying to, uh, they were trying to plant something radioactive on them, make them hot. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Ah. Uh, uh. I think they got it, man. I I don't know. That, that's certainly within the realm of possibility. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden had his get out of town secret docs in the back of his Corvette, though. I'm not saying I'd do anything crazy like that, but maybe he oh, did. Oh man, isn't that like wow. a kind of? That's kind of cool, though. That brings up a whole new realm of possibility. Yeah. Hey, Brock, right I got your birth certificate up in my car, yo. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Holy maybe maybe shit. Biden just lost his uh, retirement card. Man, you know that makes a whole lot of sense too. That makes a lot of sense that somebody said, "Hey, we we know where all his stuff is, all his radioactive material, 
that he's gonna blackmail everybody. Well, it's like yeah, it's like it's like seeing uh, we're it's like tipping your it. hand, but they got you know they 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 stack the or you know they, they know what the next play is in the poker game. Well, it totally nullifies anything he would have had. Yeah. So this and every other scandal. Um, it's funny we were talking about Watergate. I remember I was talking to my dad about that, and he's like, "Man, he's like, look, Watergate." They all do that same shit. Those dummies just got caught doing it. And it's oh. I think it's the same thing here. Like all these guys classified documents. And Johnny, I think you're you just hit the nail on the head. Like everybody's got their secrets for sale, get out of town documents that they keep around in case they have to snowden their ass out of the country and sell millions of dollars worth of information to some foreign government that's going to keep them there under asylum um in case they piss somebody off that they really should not have pissed off because you know we know it's the swamp like they're not above knocking each other off um well it was a couple of short years ago like you know the senators were getting shot at at their baseball game um you know it's not hard to find these people in public. So if you piss the wrong person, oh, granted, the president's a little harder to get a hold of, but I mean, yeah, they all have it. They all have secret documents that they're not supposed to have. You know, they all have dirt on them. So, I mean, I, right. I think somebody secret, secret documents could be anything like, like I had a running list of like, all the people and what weapons they had and what gear they had in my unit running in my head at all times well no i mean like actual like paper class yeah but documents. and like well paperwork would have been like you know a document that like said like who when where what you know what position right i'm curious what they had like did like did he have like raytheon's latest secret or like the location of all the sf bases or whatever i don't know um like what did he have like really is like that's what i'd like to know is like was it, all the was it something bases. simple and classified or like really uh like burner material level something well is it something that is classified but like over classified or is it something that is the correct classification you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, there's yeah. top secret stuff that's, like, everybody knows. So, like, well, I don't even know why it's classified anymore. Um, right. And then there's stuff that's TS that's, like, okay, that makes sense. Maybe um, he had the recipe you know, like, for Lee's famous recipe chicken. Hey, <laughs> the Army's oh. finest fried chicken. I've always wanted that Colonel recipe. Sanders. I mean, it, it jumps up on the table and starts marching time. Because well, they say that in the army, the chow is mighty fine. Who said uh, that? Uh, Come on, guys. Come on. I literally I, know yes, it's Sing it with me. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It wasn't <laughs> funny when you were in. It's not funny now. Okay. I'll stop. Your false stop. motivation is killing me. I'm obligated to say it again. I wasn't in the army because both of my parents were married in two. <laughs> Oh man. 
<sighs> Someone asked me the other day if, I, I, if I was in artillery for something, and I'm like, no, I couldn't be in artillery. I have all of my teeth, and my parents were not related. <laughs> artillery is the, is the modern day cavalry, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hoplite. Uh, you know, they call it the king of battle. I call it the queen of battle. Make your own decision. The infantry is the queen of battle. Follow me. I mean, I, you know, I I like artillerymen. I call them gun bunnies. You know, that was our nickname for them, gun bunnies. What were they? Uh, 13. 13 Bravo. Bravo, yeah. And the 13 Foxtrots were the Fisters, right? Yeah. Yeah, Fisters, fire support whoa. Team. Fisters, Fisters. <laughs> yeah, it's a JD rating for females only. Oh, oh, oh yikes! Oh, <laughs> that, uh, is that too much? <laughs> Damn, that's salty even for me. Man, we oh. just got bumped down to like bottom five hundred. <laughs> Podbean. Sometimes I overshare. Podbean don't even rank us no more, man. We're riding it to the bottom, like they, fellas. Yeah, they they got they they shit canned us. Like we're 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 still on here. Like they they have no reason to ban us, but they're like you're you're not in the rankings anymore. We we're gonna hit the magic button. Like it doesn't. It, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me break some numbers down at you right now. Let me break some numbers down at you right now. Fucking Podbean. Podbean or anybody else from your fucking company. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me show you. Episode 210. Episode 210 went up this morning at around some sometime between 10 and 1100, right? Eastern Standard Time. Just looking at the numbers, 954 downloads. 954 downloads. Just on here, right? Just on here. All right. So you're talking about 12 hours closing in on a thousand downloads. All right. Yesterday's episode, right? Yesterday, I put this one up yesterday. We recorded both those yesterday. We put it up. Uh, 209, localism training, building culture with Bryce Colbert of Intrepid Tactics. Right. 24 hours time, 1.5 thousand downloads. Right. 1.5 thousand downloads. You didn't, you, you took us, you took Radio Contra completely out of the rankings. You took us and, and erased the existence of it. You got to sit there and fucking look for it, right? You're going to shadow ban it. You can think you, you, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to do that a little pink haired fucking freak, right? Thinking that you can do that, enjoying whatever it is, whatever little thrill you get out of it. Hey, and that's fine because that's still how much we succeed. That's still what we're doing, right? And download numbers. Hey, by the way, download numbers are not. YouTube views. They're two very different things. YouTube, you just click on the video. You ain't got to watch it. You just click on it. That's a view, right? Downloads, somebody has to actually download your podcast to their device and listen to it. Having, having a thousand downloads in a month puts you in the top 10% of podcasts. Doing that in a day puts you in the top 5%, right? In total today, we had over 3,000 downloads. I was just looking at the stats before I got on air. Shadow ban it all you want. Do whatever you want because this, this audience, you can't deny it. 
right? You can't deny, you can't deny what we're doing. So you can suppress the truth all you want, but it's going to eventually come out, right? I ain't expecting no magic Elon Musk pie in the sky shit to, to, uh, buy pod bean and, you know, erase because hey, hey, the same shit's going on on Twitter too. It's still happening. The shadow ban is still happening over there, right? Everybody's still getting banned over there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Righteous indignation scout is the best scout. I'm just saying. I mean, hey, you you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, fuck them. That's what they're going to do. Fuck them. I don't care. Like I've been, I have solicited, they, so Podbean has its own advertising platform to where you can get ads for the beginning of the show. You can put them at the end, right? And they market your podcast for you, right? So I signed up for this thing. I paid for this thing out of my own pocket, right? And then two months into it, you don't have nothing, nothing, right? There's other podcasts that has like 10 followers. They got ads, not getting nothing. You got over 11,000 followers, right? Nothing. So I email them, right? I get some, some, I don't even remember it's it's some name that was spelled a completely asinine way that it shouldn't have been like you're just like who the f- who named you i want to know who named you did you name yourself like did you did you fucking change your name at some point right to name yourself what the fuck is this like we, this isn't even a fucking name. i don't even remember what it was it was so long ago and i don't i don't even care like i don't i, I don't even care but having that that little bit right that little bit from the advertising allows us to improve some things right build some stuff up you know make make things a little bit better so i email them and i say hey, you know what's going on here they give me this non-answer they say oh well you know advertisers are real selective about content and stuff right that's what they said that's what they said okay you know okay but i started noticing started noticing these other podcasts in, in news commentary, right, that had like 11 followers, 20 followers, 100 followers, they're getting all these advertising offers, not getting nothing. Podbean drives all that, right? They drive all that. Still at the top of the rankings. Hey, and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's their company. That's, that's the way they want to run it. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, you know, as I've said, as I, this is the last thing, I don't, I totally didn't want to derail tonight talking about like that kind of stuff because I've always got a plan. I'm always onward, upward, you know, to, to uh, shout out to, to our Air Force brothers out there onward and upward, right? But I, I'm always looking for expanding things, making stuff better. I'll do it. Doesn't matter what it is, I'm going to do it, right? And Podbean, the amount of content that's up on Podbean, it would take me so long because this is a one-man operation behind the scenes. Patriot Man is is doing everything he can with American Partisan, right? You know, like he he's he's working his ass off, and a lot of the like Radio Contra it's a, it's a one-man operation. It's me, like that. It's it, you know. I, I it, like uploading the content, producing content. It's all me. So it, on top of everything else that I have to do on top of being a father, being a husband, 
you know, taking care of family, training courses, you know, and the schedule is about to, to be completely off the chain. So it would take me so much time to remove the content that's here and give a big middle finger to pod me and say, hey, you know, fuck y'all, I'm done. It would take me so much time to do that and move to another platform that you don't even know if that platform is going to be any better or not. Right? You, you don't know. So the best thing that you do, right? The best thing you do is keep doing what you're doing, right? I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing because they're censoring me. I look at that like that's a badge of honor, right? If I, I'm doing something right, if they feel the need to silence us, but you still have over 11,000 people who believe in what you're doing enough to commit to it. And, and that number of people that we have that are downloading a podcast every single day continues to grow, right? You know, and, and so I've, and uh, in the comments, HP 11, do you have it backed up in case the unperson you, in case they pull a plug? Yeah, I got it all, right? I got it all. I, I have everything, right? All the way back to episode one, I've got everything yeah, in a couple of places, you know? So it is what it is, man. If if that's the way they want to do it, you know, they want to play their games, they, all right. But I, I am not at this time, I'm not going to change up what I'm doing because obviously it's working, right? Obviously it's working. Um, so Teddy Bear in the comments, is Patreon still kicking you guys off? Now, that happened a long time ago. Uh, Patreon did, Patreon did remove our account, right? Uh, Patreon did remove our account. Now, Podbean has a patron program and it's, they should have named it something different because it's, it's confusing. Um, but yeah, and, and that's still going, um. You know, the, the lessons from the farm, uh, which is the, the subscription uh, podcast. I'm going to try and get a couple more kicked out next week. Uh, but one of the big things is I'm really trying to get this next book kicked out. And that's what I've been working on. And, you know, really putting forth the big effort into that to get that one put out uh, on signals intelligence because it's that important. Uh, so that's, that's the heart of, of what I've been working on, um, and, and really trying to get that kicked out. And it just so happened that, you know, when you, um, when, when you do have a podcast, it starts getting big. And when you do have a website like American partisan, that is just, you know, completely, uh, off the rails in terms of success. And you have all these people who want to, uh, you know, join you in that mission and come on a podcast and write stuff. And, you know, you have on top of that, you know, you have all these people that are emailing you that, that are, are wanting to buy copies of the book. Um, you know, and, and you got to stay on top of that too, coming right off the holidays and everything else. It, it's, you know, it, it's kind of hard to get caught up. Uh, so a whole lot, whole heck of a lot on the plate, but, uh, in terms of, of Podbean itself, I mean, it is what it is, man. They, they're going to do what they're going to do. And so, like I said, I got I got plan B on that. Um, that, you know what, we'll just talk about it right now uh, since, since we're on the topic and then we'll just jump back into uh, whatever else. But um, Sons of Liberty live show 
might be moving, might be moving. I'm not a hundred percent on this. I'm dropping this on all of my, all of my crew in here right now. We might be moving to doing this live on YouTube and rumble instead of here, instead yes. of having to come in here, we move over there. I'm in. I got a way to do that. I'm in. Yeah, I want to shut all those rumbled dumbasses up. Ooh. Ooh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I dropped the phone as I was saying that. I don't know if you can tell. Let's do I that over again. I definitely heard you drop well, the shit God out of damn it. Never mind. We can't do three, it. Three or five HADs saying YouTube will hate. YouTube already hates me. Uh, YouTube already hates me. Um, one thing that you guys probably maybe have noticed, maybe didn't notice. I know that I have a, a lot of subscribers over on YouTube um, for a channel that literally just posts up podcasts, which, you know, podcasts don't get much traction on YouTube. That's just, it's not um, long format stuff is just not suitable on YouTube. Uh, they just don't do that. Uh, it ain't, anyhow, uh, business is done, but, but I got two strikes over there. I got two strikes, right? Um, so I quit uploading content. I, I cut that one off for a little while, let it cool down. Right. Because YouTube was going back like their, their sensors that work there were going back to old episodes. They pulled up um, when the kid got got uh, shot to death by the Democrat in uh, North Dakota. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when that happened? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. So they went back to that episode, and that was a long time ago, right? They went back to that episode and flagged it as dangerous content. And they sent me an email so that they removed that because it was dangerous and insightful content. The truth tends to be that way, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you go back and you listen to that episode. What I, I I thought that by my standards, that was pretty tame. Cause I mean, I'm, you know, I've, I've had some episodes where, you know, we got pretty lit, but, um, you know, it, it was on fire, but, uh, they, but that told me right there, if, if, for a, a small YouTube channel that I have like almost zero interaction with and don't do anything with, right? And they're going to go back six months or further to pick something. That means they've assigned somebody specifically to that. Like, like that, that has been earmarked. And again, that's a badge of honor, man. That's a badge of honor. Because if, if you're going to take, I mean, let's think about this. If you're going to take your resources, right? Because you, you've got limited manpower. I don't care who you are. You know, you, you know, Google, YouTube, um, you still got limited resources. And when you think about the, the millions of hours of content that gets uploaded to YouTube every day of just stupid shit, right? Of just stupid shit. They're going to come to an account, Right and have to listen to a podcast that's, you know, an hour, two hours long to find something to flag. I mean, really? Really? 
And, and yeah, you know, that's, that's a victory because whoever that is, and I hope that they suffered. I hope that they suffered miserably. You know, when I, I first started this podcast, when I, I started and, um, you know, I had, I had a little bit different of a focus when I began this podcast and then what it would end up becoming for a lot of reasons. Uh, but when I originally put it up on Podbean, you know, I labeled it as education. Um, cause you know, it, it was certain, certain educational uh, yeah. radios and you know, guerrilla warfare yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. You I know. didn't study the Chechen war until what episode two, right? We talked one. about, I think we talked about one. One. one, one. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. Yep. But nah, um, I had the, the most, I had the best, the best insult that I took as a compliment ever. Like this dude meant it as a uh as a salty asshole insult and i took it as a as a compliment he called me he and i i mean like i still laugh about this is fucking great he called me a broke ass rush limbaugh wannabe <laughs> that's not a bad that's, that's a compliment <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh about that. that was gold, man. That was gold. A broke ass Rush Limbaugh. Water. I remember you text. I remember you texted me about that, and we were just we were just crying in, in our chat. We were we were just laughing so hard. Oh man, it's the best, man. I think I don't remember, man. I think I, I think I commented back to that dude because I, I always answer the assholes, always. You know, uh, Joe, you pointed out one time you were like, Matt always hits back. He always hits back. every time, and, and I do every single fucking time. You say some stupid shit, you're getting it back. Like you're you're gonna get it back. It's it's just, it is what it is. It I it, like. There's some stupid shit that I just can't let go. Like there was one guy over on American Partisan today who couldn't take a fucking hint, right? He listened to the podcast I did yesterday with the the owner, the the founder, the president, the part owner of Goldback, right? They're producing the the you know gold that you can use for fractional transactions, and this motherfucker is in the comments talking about how. The U.S. dollar is backed by the fucking metal in coins. That dude is stoned like, because that's not true. No, no. And he's he's fucking he's pointing out about how like the you know the the, uh, the the copper content is worth you know whatever. And I'm like, it's fucking all right. So it's copper clad zinc, right? First of all, your your metallurgy content's fucking wrong did you like did you hold, miss like the whole debasing of the currency that has occurred in the past few years like you know nickels are, are not even made out of nickel anymore like they, it's it's zinc with nickel clad over it like did you and he's just arguing the fucking point like he's just he's, he's just i'm like dude i i just I can't deal with you man can't deal, but I'm always going to answer him back. And I answered that guy back. The one that called me the, the broke ass Rush Limbaugh wannabe. And I was like, thanks, man. Like, th thank you. 
Thank you. That, that's because that, that fucks with them. That's the worst thing that you can do with somebody that they think they think that they're they're trying to fuck with you, and they can't do it. They can't. It's like they can't do it. You just turn it around. You're like that. That's actually a compliment, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> you ruined that dude's whole day. I ruined his head. Probably like he, he probably went home. waiting for your reply, and then he was like, "Oh, well, oh, that's man. not what I wanted." He probably, <laughs> man, he probably went home to his cat piss couch. He's got fucking, you know, cockroaches everywhere. He's got fucking milk that's done turned solid in a bowl. Some fucking Fruit Loops in it, or something. He probably looked around his shitty apartment. It smells like cat piss. And he was like, "Man." Dude, I, I thought I, I thought I was gonna own this conservative dude on the internet, and he fucking he he just, he, he, he I couldn't do nothing with him, you know. And so he's he's just looking around and he's he's, he's contemplating life. He looks out that window; and it's like twenty eight stories to the bottom. And he's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes over to Reddit. He goes over to Reddit because that's where they all go. <laughs> a mastodon. <laughs> oh, him talking about putting on his furry outfit or some shit. Oh man, Patriot Man. Patriot Man's in here better late than never. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing all right. My voice is still a little shot. Um, been like this for about three weeks now, on and off. So. Finally got some um, antibiotics and some prednisone. So um, uh, working on that right now. It's funny, actually, uh, uh, Teddy Bear in the, in, in the chat was saying, he was asking about Patreon because we still had the um, the link to become a, a patron up in the header of our website. So I'm in the process of changing that, the link to the um, the Radio Contra page. Yeah. So I've got to, I'm editing it on the fly right now. Um, as I'm sitting here listening to you guys. Yeah. But um, other than that, man, good. Um, I'm glad to hear the, the, the podcast today went well. Um, I'm glad that was kind of a long time coming to set those up. So uh, that, that's, I, I haven't, obviously, I haven't listened to them yet. They're not up yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to listening to them for sure. Yeah, they, um, so this one is going to go up first, and then those mm-hmm. two are going to be up tomorrow. I figured that's it's uh, you know, that way nothing's nothing's going to get stepped on. Nothing's going to get, you know, like none of that, man. You know, like, yep. like it's, it's going to, but um, the primary arms. So the, the primary arms podcast, we, um, we talked about some new products. Um, talked about some interesting things that, that I think, um, everybody's really going to enjoy, you know, uh, company philosophy, definitely having those guys on. I'm going to tell you that, uh, Dat and Steven, who, uh, the, the two had on the podcast, they are not just shooters. Right? They're not just shooters. They're guys that know their shit inside. Yeah. Out. And, and you're going to find that out on a podcast. Like they, um, they exude professionalism. And, you know, it, it's, I'm telling you that, that podcast was a lot of fun, man. 
that was a yeah. That, that's a good dude, man. I had a I had a you know what was going to be an initial conversation with him turned out to be like a forty five minute conversation. He's, Dude, he, he's, was, he was bummed out because you weren't on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we had a really good conversation last time. Yeah, at, at first he was he was like, "Oh man, where's Patriot Man?" Because like, I, you know, I can't wait to talk to him. And I was like, "Well, he, he ain't gonna be on this podcast." He was like, "You serious?" I was, yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Damn!" <laughs> like, but you can talk to me. You know? I was gonna say. I mean, I'm, I'm just damn, all right. Good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's our affiliate um, um, the guy we yeah. deal with for the affiliate programs, just so everyone's listening. So him and I um, had some really good conversations. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good people, man. He is good people. But um, anyway, enough of all that, man. I totally derailed this show. Talk about, you know, oh, man, blah, 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 you know, Podbean. But here's the thing, man. Podbean. Probably is what it is. Like all, all the the podcast, <coughs> big tech for that matter. It is what it is. And I know YouTube don't give a shit. Like YouTube is is gonna they're they're gonna do what they're gonna do too. I get it. Rumble, hey, we'll we'll take our audience over to Rumble, right? We'll do that, and we'll do that with this podcast. I'm gonna still keep uploading content. There's no reason not to. I love doing it. When you got some of the biggest names in the firearms industry that are wanting to do sit down podcasts with you and working with them, the level that we're working with them, you know, like yeah. there's no reason to stop what you're doing, right? It, it, you just have to attack something a different way, right? You know, sometimes it's, you know, tied it into small unit tactics, right? Sometimes that, that route of ingress just doesn't work. So you got to pick another one. Right, pick another one that don't work. Pick another. One. That's all you got to do, you know. And and when it comes to big tech, hey man, you know, like we can we can bitch and moan and whine about it all we want. Doesn't change anything, you know. You just you figure it out, you know. Figure it out, but keep getting your message out there. Right. Keep getting that message out there. Keep keep grinding on it, because if it means that much to you to be doing it in the first place, then you keep going, man. You know, you, you don't ever take no for an answer. Don't ever let people knock you down because then they win. If you quit doing what you're doing, they win. And I ain't going to see defeat to nobody. Nobody. It's not happening. You know, it's not happening. Um, I'm a fighter. Um, you know, so they, they, they censor, they can do whatever. Hey, that's fine. When I started this podcast, it was self-hosted over on American Partisan, and it that was suboptimal, right? But hey, yeah, that was that was that was a lot of technical stuff. It was it, it was hard. It was hard, but it still developed the following. Then we come over to Podbean, you know, and and, and uh, I was thinking, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get yeeted off of Podbean in like a week. And right, here we are, shot up to number one in the rankings. Shot up to number one, man. Until they, until they decided to censor us two days before the midterm. <laughs> but when you look at too, like like who else they censored? They got Bannon, right? They got Bannon. They completely took him out. You can't find him anywhere. You got to search for it. Can't find him anywhere. Alex Jones took him out of the rankings. Can't find him anywhere, right? You know, you, you can't if if you 
something one of my old first sergeants used to tell me is that you're always judged by your peers. And I mean, he's exactly right. He's, he's just, you are judged by your peers. You're judged by those that you are lumped in with is specifically what he was talking about. And, um, you know, when you, you look at the, the other people who are censored and we're censored right along with them. Hey man, you know, that's, that's, that's a badge of honor and look at who they didn't censor. You know, look, look at who they didn't censor. Look at who, who is still at the top, right? There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because even, even if they claim that they're, they're conservatives, right? They're still playing ball. They're still playing ball with somebody, you know, and I'll just leave it at that. I, I'm not going to say no more than that. I'll just leave it at that, right? Because it is what it is, but I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. It was find out another way, right? So we'll be moving. We, we're we very likely to be moving this this live stream over to, um, it, it'll be up on YouTube. It'll be up on Rumble too. I got some things to figure out you know, next week. Next week may still be here. It may not be. It may be over there. We'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. I'll do some test runs, make sure everything is looking good, and we'll head over there. But when it is, when all that is done, you know, it, 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 my point is behind all that is when I went from being self-hosted out of fear of being censored and I opened the door to a broader audience, look what happened. It blew up. And this is going to be the next iteration of that. It's going to blow up even bigger. Right. So fuck them. You know, they want to shut you down. They, they want you, they want to stifle uh, the freedom of speech and, and, you know, people's voices. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. You just keep it up. You know, you just, you just giving me a bigger platform, putting another feather in my cap. That's all it is. I ain't going to stop what I'm doing. You know, but uh, anyway, damn hour and 52 minutes i've literally been doing this for four and a half hours today which is wild that is wild. i don't know how these the the like alex jones and these guys that are on for like forever i don't know how they do it man i don't know how they do it so with eight minutes left on the clock since, since i can't seem to shut up guys what have y'all got going on for the next week? The next week? I, um, man, I don't even know. What, Nothing. what you got going on? No Green Dragon Tavern? Um, no, we're at the Green Dragon Tavern. You mean the Academy? The Academy. The Academy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's tomorrow. Maybe. I don't know. I do know that, uh, what we were talking about for the dates, uh, I'm good to go. If you want to plug that. Cool. Um, in February. Yeah. Fourth and fifth, right? Fourth and fifth. Yeah, buddy. February so once you, you tell the world about it, sir. I'll tell it right now. Yeah, we're going to be doing another uh, signals exploitation class, February 4th and 5th. Uh, be there, be square. If you can't make it, I know it's pretty short notice. but the, um, 
try to get better at hammering these dates out way further out in advance. Uh, but you know, I got a, I got a W2 job that I got to take off for and, you know, this is kind of that weird busy season, but then like not busy season. So yeah, kinda like the feast or famine part of the year. So yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm, uh, reading, taking care of the, the new house and doing all that fun stuff. Nice. Nice. February 4th and 5th, Tactical Signals Exploitation. And I'll get with you offline. We're going to schedule another podcast next week. And uh, we'll be diving deep on, uh, deep into that one. And, uh, and really kicking out some knowledge because it's necessary. Joe, Tactical Wisdom, what you got going on until the next episode? Well, I'm going to finish that article tonight that I started and lost uh, because of my computer, uh, on going low to no tech, right? Everyone wants to have the latest, greatest gadgets, but sometimes that actually hurts you more than it helps in terms of the electromagnetic signature you're giving off and the fact that when, you're, when your cool guy gear breaks, you suddenly have no skills. And so um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit in an article. Uh, now, I'm a man of peace, and I don't own any firearms, but I heard someone I know has a brand new PSA uh, AK-47 that needs to be zeroed. So that's probably going to happen tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and I will be at the Cadillac Gun Show all weekend signing books and selling books and spending money. Nice. You know, doing my thing. Nice. So that's what Cadillac I got going. Show. It sounds like fun, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. You know, I make enough money to pay for the table, and I just have a great time hanging out with like-minded people all day. So that's true, man. Like that—that that is that's huge. Like if if you can just like hang out, you meet people in the community. Such a big thing, dude. It's such a big thing. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Heck yeah, Patriot man. Yeah, so um, I'm trying to do some organization this weekend. Um, going through the pantry a little bit, just did another big order of um, August and Farms, uh, number 10 cans of, of, of a few different varieties. Um, and then obviously healing myself up. And, um, you know, I'm hopeful on Sunday because I may or may not have an optic from someone who supports us that may or may not have been released yet that I, that I can't talk about, but, um, might try to, to test that out and, um, and, and, and get my thoughts on it on paper. So that's kind of the, uh, the goal of the weekend. I don't know why y'all never hooked me up with such things, but whatever. I, I see how you are. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you keep coming on this show, you know, you know maybe I'll get a little something, something. Sorry, right, I got my silent Keep bag. Keep imparting yeah. your tactical wisdom on us. I got my new silent bag. I'm good. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing, too, hopefully hopefully jumping on. Finally got my 40 meter, 80 meter up. Um, and this I was talking about last time. Uh, I'm going to try to make some contacts on that as well. Nice. Nice. I might have to do that on Sunday. I might have to do that on Sunday. It Well, if it'll ever stop raining here and dry out enough, because... Uh, I've got some I've got some HF antenna repairs that that need to happen 
that I hadn't been able to get to the the HF antenna area. Um, I had a I had a rather large tree come down and take out the uh, take out my support for my inverted L. So little little bit of an HF issue there. So hopefully, I mean it's pouring down rain right now. I think we've got like probably about an inch of rain or so in past. Yeah, we're expecting that tomorrow. That seems. Yes, it's 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 going to be sloppy in the antenna area. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I have uh, some new uh, radio gear to play around with. TBR one nineteen and the uh, little brother of the TBR one nineteen, the Q nine hundred. I have one of those on hand now as well. So really cool stuff. Um, Got a heck of a lot. Got a heck of a lot on tap, um, you know. And the there may be, there may just tease something. There may very well be some videos about those radios and a heck of a lot of other camo related stuff that'll be coming out here pretty soon. The response to the book has been nothing short of an absolute blessing. Um, for everybody out there that has bought a copy, I sincerely thank you. Um, since the book launched, we've had over, uh, well, very close to, I haven't checked it uh, in a while today, so it could be over 6,000 copies sold so far since the beginning of December, which is absolutely wild, uh, absolutely wild. But um you know, hey, I, I really, really appreciate all that. It's my sincere wish to give everybody in this community the absolute best, 100% top to bottom. And that is exactly what we are going to do. Um, and, and every way, every avenue of approach that I can, can do it because we have to double down. There's a, there's a lot of evil that's going on right now and uh, a lot of dark times I think that are ahead in this nation's future and we got to be better prepared for it. So with that said, folks, check out the show sponsors, definitely give them a shout and I'm going to have those other podcasts uploaded uh, tomorrow. I'm really, really excited to get that content to you with that said, last call for alcohol. And we will be talking to you again very, very soon. Zensi scout out.